Let your pets listen to better buddies. Cause we're living, living in the moment, the moment. So don't look back, it's a long, long road ahead. A long, long road ahead. Hello, and welcome back to Better Buddies. I'm your host, RJ, and with us this week we have Calvin. Sup. And James. Hello. Starting off with our first segment, Better Buddies Icebreaker, where we get the conversations going. Gentlemen, this is possibly one of the most serious questions I've ever asked on this show. Second only to best type of milk. Possibly third to uh, cereal consumption. Cake or pie? Cake. Pie. Oh, damn. <laughs> I mean, cake is good, but lately I've been, I don't know, uh, I feel like the cakes I've had in recent memory, I feel like are always too sugary, and they're just like too much. You eat one piece, and then you go into like a diabetic coma. My, okay, here, my my defense for that is this. I personally love, I love pie. I think like I've had some really great pies in my life, Um, like nothing beats around the holidays like a really good like nice cold like cherry pie or something like that but um i think the problem with cake is that it is arguably it's the more popular of the two so it is more mass produced and it's cheaper so most people's experience with cake is like the cheaper like walmart like the icing is like part like plastic part like just artificial sugar plastic 50 percent sugar yeah, and don't get me wrong, that stuff is definitely a guilty pleasure. Like I will hork that stuff down in a heartbeat. But there is some there are some really good cakes out there that like granny you might yeah. have to pay a little bit more for. But like for me, it's more the diversity of like cake choices. And I also just love chocolate cake. Like my mom's chocolate cake that she makes for my birthday every year is like one of my top five foods. So honestly personal bias. Of the cakes I've had in memory, the ones that I, I do think are the best cakes are honestly just like simple box cakes, like the like the mix that you just make in a pan. I yeah. Of all the cakes that I've had bought from like even bakeries, like that bakery in the town we used to live in, James. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you know? Yes. Like the, the, yeah. Those yeah. cakes, you paid, a t- you paid decently well, like they weren't like expensive, but they were, you were put you, you had to pay a little bit for those cakes. Definitely better more so than like you were saying a Walmart or a pick and save cake. Oh, and yeah. those cakes, I just didn't like, I didn't, I thought they were completely and totally overrated. The, sh- the, the amount of sugar in those was insane and the yeah. frosting was just horrible. Yeah, no, I like when, uh, Here's Wait, my, for my birthday, and my mom wanted to, to like get a order a cake. I was like, no, I would much rather you get like the Betty Crocker cake, the mm-hmm. box cake, and yeah. just make that, and then get some like Pillsbury. First of all, vanilla cake, strawberry frosting, mm. best cake. Oh um, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'd much rather have that than actually going out to like some bakery and buying a cake. Because as of late, I've yet to have a cake from a bakery that I've enjoyed. That's fair. Uh, question: Have you guys ever had an angel food cake? Yes, yes, yes. My grandma makes them like all the time, and they're awesome. They're they're, really, really good. they're good, but I'd prefer a pound cake over an angel food cake. Ooh, pound cake is pretty good. Uh, also, also, actually, do you include coffee cake as cake? I was gonna ask a bunch of other because stuff. Like, if you well, say coffee cake is cake, then I would probably switch from my pie answer. What about cupcakes? Well, here's Ooh, my here's my good. counter question to that, Calvin. Is pizza a pie? No. Mm, no. It's, right, yeah. They literally call them pizza pies. I, yeah, they do. But that doesn't people you can call anything you want anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Chicken pot pies. Does that count for this question as a pie? Then. Yes. Ooh, I, I would count. I would count that because yes. I would. I would argue. If chicken pot pie counts as pie for this question, pizza pie by extension should count for being a pie, but I would mm. agree to the stipulation that it's only talking Chicago deep dish. I I, 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 I'm, I kind of feel like if we're talking 
we, 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 you really have to narrow it down because if you're going to just say, because pie is a little too broad because you're right, you could count chicken pot pie. And I guess if you're going to count chicken pot pie, I might have to uh, allow pizza. Well, again, though, so do you count cheese? Do you count cheesecake as cake? And then do you count cupcakes as cake? And then cupcakes like, what are cake for sure. They're just smaller cakes. Okay, so yeah. I would agree then with the chicken pot pie thing. And that even might get my needle to waver a little bit because I love pot pies. Like, I gotta love them. Um, but I would still disagree. I don't think pizza is a pie. I think um, it's too open-faced. Like, it's not... Like, for but, me, a pie is something that's closed. But, like, a pumpkin pie is open. Oh, fuck. That's true. <laughs> so is a toll house. Um, that's a good point. Um, I don't know. See, the, the the definition of pie is just too broad. Yeah, it's really just like some kind of crust with a filling either just directly on top or sandwiched in between. Whereas cake is... Maybe it's Are more... Are brownies cake? More... No. Oh, no. They're their own no. thing. They're their own thing. Yeah, because you could probably make more of an argument that brownies are closer to chocolate bars than cake. Yeah. I think you could. I think you could. They're literally bars of chocolate. I mean, they might be made out of cake, but at least in shape and like Okay, taste. hang on. You just said they're made out of cake. I wouldn't say they're made out of cake. It's like they're cake adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Cake adjacent. Great band name. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, yeah, like, I don't know. And that's the question is like, what determines uh, the true title of something? Is it the form or is it the function? Or is it, is it like whatever outweighs it? Or is it contextual? I yeah. think in the, ter in the context of this question, I would cut the line off between pot pie and pizza pie as much as it hurts me, but then would uh, also cut cheesecake out from being cake. It's, it doesn't count as a cake for this question. That's fair, because, like, I mean, it is yeah. just so different than your normal cake. Yeah, very few people, I feel like, when they think of cake, immediately think of cheesecake. Like, I, I do think that is, like, if anything is cake adjacent, it, it definitely would be, like, that. that's almost closer to a brownie in, like, a way than, uh, yeah. than a cake. Just in the way people think about it, you know what I mean? Because, again, like, I think of cake, I think of, like, Birthday cake, wedding cake. Like I very rarely think cheesecake. You know. Oh, so. you just reminded me. My cousin at her wedding had instead of like a big wedding cake, had these little mini. Like they were kind of the size of a large cupcake, and Ooh, they were okay. like they were still like three tiered. Like they looked like a wedding cake, but they were like miniaturized. Oh, and I have to say that is probably the single greatest like just dessert I've ever had. I don't know what those cakes were. I don't know what made them so amazing, but, and it could be just like my memory of them is better, but like, I remember eating like six of them because they had like just a bunch of them in <laughs> instead of like slices and stuff of a big cake. And I remember eating like six of them because they were amazing. That sounds so well, good. Well, you know what makes those so amazing is they make you feel like you're a giant. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you just feel like you're getting more bang for your buck, you know what I mean? Because like you get an entire cake to yourself. Yeah, like at a regular wedding, if you're only getting like a slice, even if it's a big slice, it's just one slice. But at least with those, you can be like, I have a whole cake just myself. <laughs> uh, I have to go change my laundry, so you guys continue without me. I have uh, manage somehow. Well, um, you're gonna miss my answer <laughs> to this question then. Oh no, because it's cake. Is my, oh, my I answer. got it, <laughs> RJ. Uh, the I reason is. Yeah. It's not because of angel food cake. Okay. I've never really been a big pie guy. Okay. However, for cakes, I my family made a cake one time, a couple of times now, using Irish cream liquor. Oh boy. Oh god. Where <laughs> it's a chocolate cake and they actually used uh mint cream mint Irish cream liqueur. Mixed it into the cake batter, and then injected more of it into the cake after it was cooked. Jesus, that sounds really good. It was was this for a special occasion? And moist. Uh, I think it was for a birthday once, and then they just made it again because we found the recipe. 
You know what Irish American families should do more? They they should try and make more of a genuine celebration out of St. Patty's Day. Like maybe the, maybe my families don't, but like making like a cake, like having a like an annual cake or something oh, like son, that. Oh, son, no, 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 you don't do cake. What you do every year for St. Patrick's Day, mm-hmm. corned beef and cabbage dinner with red potatoes. Oh. And then you make Irish soda bread. Oh, yeah. Soda bread's pretty good. That is the top notch. That's how you do it. Because the I don't know about you. I don't know if it's actually like how it's supposed to be. Yeah. But the soda bread we make is just a little sweet. Mm-hmm. So it's basically like having dessert. I just I always forget because like my I've only had soda bread a few times. I think I've had relatives make it before, but. My memory of family parties is pretty hazy because there's a lot of alcohol there, especially <laughs> on St. Patty's Day. So is soda bread like porous? I forget. A little is bit. Like- uh, usually has raisins in it. Yeah. I, I think I remember like some of my aunts making it or something like that. But I I don't know. That's, uh, that's one of the – I hope – I really do sense this past St. Patty's Day was fucking scrubbed off the map thanks oh. to COVID. I hope it's like if that's the holiday that everyone gets to celebrate, like if we get in the clear by then, which like knock on wood, one, two, three, hopefully, um, or even just close to it, that would be awesome. Like if everyone yeah. could come out on St. Patty's Day and just get like shellacked. Oh, no, that would be the worst. It'd be so great. It'd be like it'd be if, amazing, we, if we could. But it'd def- be so bad. It'd be like V. It'd be like VJ Day. It'd be like uh, finally coming out, like ticker tape parades, and like it totally cement like a whole new version of St. Patty's Day for everybody. But I, I don't know if that'll happen. I'm, I'm really projecting. So oh, it, it would be. Okay, cool. I've got one to top you. I've got one to top you on that. Fourth yeah, yeah. of July. Oh shit! Fourth oh, of July shit. weekend. We've beaten the coronavirus. Everybody explodes in patriotism. That's that would be really fun. Would, the, like the whole country would shut down for like that weekend, and then also the following week. Basically, like it would be, it it would be a week and a half long block party. I don't know. Yeah. That's like for me. That's one of the things that's been like. <clears throat> No, like, I know we talk about, like, you know, COVID's been hard on everybody. I think, like, at least psychologically and subconsciously, for sure. Um, I've been very lucky. Like, I've, you know, I was able to move back in with my parents for a while. I've been lucky enough to find, like, a new job and stuff like that. So, you know, moving to an apartment. So I've definitely, I've not been affected by it, like, as materially negatively as, like, quite a few people in the country have. But um, still, one of the things, because it is one of those things where you're, like, being up every day and you just hear all this news and you're like, fuck, like, I would take 2016 <laughs> over over this, like, any day. Um, and there's, like, a part of me, though, that one of the things that's been getting me through is just, like, picturing that day where we can wake up. I don't know, maybe, maybe, I'm, maybe this is just because I'm paranoid or I read too much or whatever, but I'm just picturing that day where we can wake up and it's just done. It's like we don't have to worry about it. Masks that day are will done. come. Yeah, social distancing's over. Like, and I don't mean that in like any disparaging way. I just mean in a genuine way where it's like it's it's like through. you wake up it's that like, morning and you don't you forget. You just you I, don't yeah, exactly. think about it. Exactly. Like it's like and maybe you know this is something that we'll all remember for a very long time, probably honestly until we die. But at the very least, like. Yeah, that's a perfect way to phrase it. Just like that day where it's like, oh man, I didn't even think about bringing my mask with me today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Exactly. I don't know. Welcome back, Calvin. We were just discussing how uh, uh, my cake choice that pushed me over into the cake side was a Irish cream liquor cake where it's got it mixed okay. in and then injected into it after it's baked. I feel like that's cheating, but I'll accept I mean, that. you know. Um, but that led to Irish celebrations and the hope that by either St. Patrick's Day or 4th of July next year, the virus will be over and we can just party for like a week straight. Yeah, I don't like, think it will be, but we'll see what uh, happens. 
on holiday, Cal, would you want it to be like the first holiday that's like post-COVID where everyone's no, like... No, no, no. We, need, we need to adjust that question a bit, James. It's not which holiday okay. would do you want it to like end on. It's what holiday do you think would be the most celebratory if it ended in time? That's better. Yeah. Um, the day after it like is officially ended, that's the holiday that's going to be the most separate. Oh, that's a fucking good answer. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Like, when, when it's mock. collectively agreed that it's over, that's gonna be a new holiday. Yeah. I don't know. Did they make one for the for Spanish sure. flu? <laughs> uh, they, no, but they were stronger than I think most people nowadays. Spanish <laughs> flu can eat dick, dude. They didn't, there were people in the country who didn't even know what was going on until it was, like, over. Like, this is completely, I'm not okay, saying that this but is, like, like yeah. I would I would argue if we didn't have the internet, that same thing would be occurring. That's what I'm saying, though, is, like, that's why this is, I feel like, so completely different. Is like, even though, I mean, maybe, again, knock, knock on fucking wood, like, doesn't look like this might be as lethal as the Spanish flu, whether that's just because... Only barely. Uh, only barely. Whether that's because of the virus itself or because of improved, like... Medicine standards. Medical standards. Yeah. Um, like, who knows? Um, but I just feel like that it was a totally different thing. Like it just, it, it, I don't know. One, they were probably, they were more used to disease, just wiping people out. Like that was still when like smallpox and polio were like kneecapping entire neighborhoods of New York, you know? So like, it's funny because they couldn't walk. Oh yeah. I mean, (laughs) sorry, FDR, whatever. You got to be president anyway. Um, for three terms. What a scamp. All right. James died. Okay, yeah, I, was, I thought my entire thing died there, but I guess just James no, died. Just James is dead. Oh, it says he's typing in the chat. Oh, chats. no, it must have been, it must have been the, must have been the Rona. Oh, man. Finally got him. He, it, he knew too much. Oh, yep, and now he's left. Back, hello, thank he's God. He's back, we can hear him. God damn it, it cut me off in the middle of my rant. We I thought the Rona it. got you. I was calling it for the American Stalin, but, uh... <laughs> okay. Um, uh, moving on right. to our next segment. Better Buddies Recommend, where we recommend a piece of media to enjoy. Oh, I got mine. Calvin, by all means, you have the floor. No, I want someone else to go first, because... I, I, James, I, you I, have I the floor. I don't mind to turn into a good discussion. Okay. Um, I'm sending this in the chat mainly just because, like, I'm not expecting you guys to watch it right now, but it's mainly just because so you can see the uh, pronunciation. Okay. So I really like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, you make that one. <laughs> um, yeah, so there is this. Uh, I think it's an it's an animation school, and I really don't know how to pronounce it, so I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this. Um, but it's in it's in France, Did I believe. You that is the title of the short film, but this school is called, I think it's called Goblins. Goblins? However, goblins. 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 <laughs> but it's an animation school, and every year they have a, um, it's in Paris, every year they have uh, a film festival where they get short, uh, short animated films from a bunch of the students, I believe, and maybe even just from around uh, France or even Europe in general. And uh, they just put them together. And this one is one of my favorites. Um, I really don't know how to say that title, but I'm going to try. Yeah, um, I mean, it's French, so just I swallow mean, every other syllable. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like 18 kilometer 3 or whatever. Like that. Fuck that you pronunciation. Didn't say it, with the it, looks, it looks like you gotta say it in a high pitched female accent. <laughs> I don't know how to fucking do that. 18 kilometer 3? Je voudrais uh, water seagull plushie. <laughs> so what is, this uh, thing? what is this piece of animation you've you've shared with us? Yeah, I so I don't want to spoil it entirely, but it basically just centers around these uh, three young girls who are kind of just out uh, for a walk in the woods, and you kind of realize why they're out for a walk in the woods and what they're doing, and the title plays into it um, uh, pretty pretty bigly uh, by the end. So I would advise um, post apocalypse. It is not post apocalypse. Oh wow! Um, it's it's more grounded than that. Um, it it. I guess like, do you mind if I spoil it? Like, I um, don't. Spoiler I alert, Calvin. What about you? Yeah, I don't, I don't care. I guess it doesn't matter. So it's a it's a film about these three young girls, and they're basically going through the forest, and they're just it's just kind of scenes of them like 
I really love the animation style. It's awesome. Um, it's some of the best 2D animation I've seen in the modern era, other than like, you know, stuff coming out of Japan. Um, I just think it's really cool. Uh, but this specific animated film, it's three young girls who are like going for a walk in the woods. That's like the fourth and time you said that part. Yeah, I know. I'm just kind of reiterating. <laughs> I'm trying to gather my, uh, the, the yarn that is my train of thought. But, um, by the end, you kind of realize that uh, these guys kind of come out of nowhere and they take them out of the woods and they put them back in a foster home. You find out these three, three girls are um, orphans, essentially, and they've been rooming together. I don't know if they're supposed to be sisters or just people who were kind of put together because um, I believe there are these like, it's just like in the States, there are these foster homes for kind of like street kids uh, in Paris where they get thrown into by the state. And uh, the title is um, a reference to the fact that they have attempted uh, to escape this foster home multiple times before. So it's, I think it's 203 kilometers is what it's supposed to be. And the end of the film ends with uh, like the credits going over a series of other measurements that have been crossed out and they're gradually getting bigger. So it's it's implied like, oh, you know, they made it 203 kilometers this time. Like the, the last time they made it, you know, 198. So it's like hmm. they're continually keeping progress. They're like, we almost made it, um, almost made it this time. But I don't cool. know. I thought it was really cool. I think it's a it's a cool little piece of animation, short film. Um, this is just one of my favorites. I got a bunch of animated shorts uh, on their page. And I think they just started releasing some new ones from their film festival that that was this year. Um, so I would definitely just check it out. It's Gobelins. It's G-O-B-E-L-I-N-S is how you just write it. If you just look up Gobelins animation or school, you should be able to find it. So that's that's my rec for this week. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go next because Calvin said his might spawn yes. discussion. Well, yes. I, I don't know that it will, but I'm really hoping it does. Still. Uh, so my recommendation this week is Bionicle. <laughs> specifically any of the lore you can get your hands on for that because i was reminded recently about that as a like oh yeah that franchise has lore and Mm. my god that's some messed up shit there's a lot going on for it being like a kid's like lego-esque toy well like that's the thing that blew me away is like i was really into bionicle i still have a bin of bionicles (laughs) yeah i remember that uh I even, like, kind of kept up a little bit as things went on, enough to know, like, oh, this year they're underwater, and this year they're on a gladiator planet, and this year the old ones are back? (laughs) But There was... Yeah, I'm sorry, keep going. It was... I've been reading into it, and apparently the entire lore system was made by one dude, and as far as I can tell, it was, okay, hey, I made this cool lore for this year. Oh, what's going to happen next year? Okay, we're going to do this next year. We did this next year. Okay, we're going to... Because, like, the first two are about the same group of people. And then the third, se- this, like, series of figures was... Oh, the le- the elders of the villages. This is their story. Back when they mm. were the heroes. And they yeah. did that for, two ye- like, two se- series of figures. And they went, well... Now what? They're going, they're going to these other places. And they just started, like, <laughs> keep delving back and further into more history of, like, here's the island. So you went from, oh, these cool robots that have elemental powers. That's kind of neat because, you know, robots aren't, robots can't do magic. That's dumb. Yeah. But they can now because they're fire robots and ice robots. And they're going to shoot well, that stuff. Because the aesthetic was oddly organic. It was like uh, they were still, they were clearly like robotic, but they were still like somehow they were like organic, like actual organic. Yes, that is canon that they are actually organic robot hybrids. Um, Dude, I remember I had a few of the novels uh, for Bionicle. I I had a whole, I might have it somewhere back in my dad's house or maybe it got tossed out or donated, but I used to have a whole like encyclopedia, like a compendium of all the creatures. I have one still. I oh, had one God. of those. It got shredded because I really enjoyed it as a kid, and I found another one at a thrift store for a dollar, and I bought it. Damn. Uh, Damn. <laughs> fun fact, all the, like, originals, like, all of the stuff that took place at the beginning when, like, we were into it as kids, 
took place mm-hmm. inside a giant robot. Is that is that what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Matanui is the spirit in the giant oh. robot that was supposed to put the planet together. Makuta is actually a member of an organization called the Order of Makuta, and his name is Teradax. And Matanui knew Teradax was going to get up to some crazy shit trying to take over. So he purposefully let Makuta take over so that Matanui could go get in the uh, prototype robot body they could fight and then refix a planet called Sphera Magma. Magna. Yeah, a lot. I'm not going to lie, a lot of that. And maybe it's just because it doesn't sound like what I, the lore that I grew up with in Bionicle, but that sounds a, like a lot of like Star Wars third trilogy, Halo <laughs> second trilogy, retcon bullshit. I'm not going to lie. Like, I mean, in their defense. <laughs> It kind of just kept going, and the guy kept having to, like, bring in new stuff and then explain why there's new stuff. True. They were popular. For, like, like not, like, not uber popular, but for, like, niche, not, not maybe not niche, but for, like, younger, like, quote-unquote nerdy kids. Like, who, anyone who's really into Lego, like, one in four people were probably into Bionicle or at least knew about it. Um, like, that well, was a pretty big... I'm trying to remember, but I think between Bionicle and Lego and the Star Wars branding that Lego got, it saved the company. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I remember reading that, or maybe you even you talked about. It was that on the before. Toys That Made Us episode about Lego. Okay, okay. I don't know if I've seen that, Calvin. You were I, gonna, you seem to be familiar with the crazy stuff when I brought it up. Do you, how much do you uh, know? I don't like. I couldn't. Uh, Years ago, when I was into it, I, I like when it first came out. I got into it, and I knew all the lore for like the very beginning. But yeah. I quickly lost interest because it got so complicated. And I was like, a kid, as a kid, I was just like, "Well, this is just like too much." I just like cool robots. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, like at the very beginning, I I, I I I knew some of that stuff, but they quickly lost me when it went like ridiculous um but when you were saying those names like Matanui and all this stuff like i i i the the names sound very familiar but that's about all i can really remember i remember my favorites like characters weren't even the like actual bionicle cast it was uh or they called the rahi no i like well i like them well i like the I thought it was Rakshi, but maybe it is Rakshi. I know that the there were like with the, the the worm things in their back, and they had the staffs. I thought those guys were cool, but you know who I thought was really cool? I, what were they called? The Borak? Oh, they yeah, were yeah like, the Borak and the Borak Kal, where they're like round dudes that rolled up into a ball and rolled away. Yeah. I thought those guys were fucking sweet. I was like, these guys are awesome. That was like my favorite toy out of the Bionicle stuff I had. Um, I love those ones. Yeah. See, it lost me point. on the lore stuff when, because like, like you were saying, Cal, like at the beginning it was really simple. Elemental robots fight the bad evil one. That's cool, yeah. whatever. And then the Turaga elders were like, hey, here's our backstory. And it was like, okay, that's cool. Like, that's where they came from. They used to have this advanced civilization. It collapsed because of the evil guy. And now they're mm-hmm. building a new one on the new island. That's cool. Yeah. And, and, and and then I somehow, I think it was because I stopped getting the, like, Bionicle comic books in the mail or something. Mm-hmm. Just completely lost the plot and couldn't couldn't figure anything out. There was something I remember in a lot of the, because there's a clear delineation between, like, when we were into it and when it started to take that second part, like, that second step with the lore. Because I remember a lot of the books that I had or read, it talked about, like, something like a like a shadow like brewing in the island or something like that almost like their equivalent of like the flood like it was something um, that was corrupting a lot of stuff um i don't uh, know if that i think what yeah. you're referencing is from the depending on what books you have is the original thing was makuta's S- makuta's like sh- the shadow spreading out infecting the ra- the like animals and matoran and stuff the yeah. the delineation yeah. for me is the fourth wave after the fourth wave because the fourth wave was the Vizorak spider hordes and was the end of the elder story 
So it was like, hey, here's the end of our backstory and how we got to where we are now. I think for me, that's... I remember it because I remember it wasn't Makuta. Like, I remember that happening. Um, but I don't remember... Hold on. I am I am literally on the Wikipedia, like, looking through this. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Good luck. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no way I'm going to be able to parse this. It was probably actually after. It's probably around Bionicle Three, Web of Shadows. Um, is that's, probably where I fell off. Yep, that's about where I fell off lore wise too. Yeah, this was it because I remember they talked about Spider. Yes, the because the, these guys played a big factor. They were mentioned a lot in that encyclopedia of like the Bionicle creatures that I have, and I remember they yeah. were like a big deal because there were some that could like mimic other people or possess them and one of the books that i had too like actually the whole story was um the like champions or whoever going down into the depths of one of the what would they call them the villages or the uh cities like so the ones you're referencing where the the spiders were doing their thing those were the metros yes so they had like ta metro and po metro Yes. So it would go, it would go, they went down into one of the metros and uh, they had to basically, it was like, a, it was again, it was like a flood-esque story where they had to root out these, these, uh, these like spiders that were basically like possessing people and shit like that. And it was like, oh shit, like as a little kid, it was basically like the, the cupcake version of uh, Alien. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Um, but yeah. But yeah, the Bionicle, if you want to, if you want a wild trip about future space element robots fuck dude living inside a giant bigger robot you want to blast from the fucking past <laughs> go, <laughs> go look it's it's bonkers my dude it's it's yeah it's uh god i have not thought about that franchise in probably at least a year yeah, like, I think about it probably regularly, at least, like, once or twice every few years. Like, it just comes up. Because someone will randomly on a social media feed be like, do you guys remember Bionicle? I'll be like, fuck, yeah, I remember Bionicle. Who the hell does it? <laughs> there's, a, there's a Bionicle meme subreddit that's pretty strong. I've seen I've seen that. I've probably seen memes that have leaked from that on, like, Facebook and all that. But I... Dude, I'm just waiting for the day that a president runs and he, he one of the first things he or she says is th as they get up to the mic to announce their campaign is, do you guys remember Bionicle at all? <laughs> at all? It's like, well, it's like the they won't, James. <laughs> what? Bionicle, the last Bionicles to come out were in like 2015, 2016. I know, but I'm talking like... We're talking real bionicles, not to not and to be snooty. No one will remember them because they'll all well, be old. Will. Well, that's we will remember and and we'll we'll we will we'll become the elders. That's the thing. That's the story we they are, were telling we the, you, RJ. The it is our story. duty to become the Taraga. Yes, and lead that, the Matoran. <laughs> Kelvin, what are you yeah. going to recommend? All right, so. Uh, you guys probably know because I've talked about it before well, a little bit in the it's basically all I've posted in our group chat as of late um, so uh, I've found a new obsession uh -huh. and it's this thing called VTubers oh my god what does that mean oh my god <laughs> and based on James's reaction I'm, I'm afraid I, okay <laughs> I what? need an adult. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm going to start by explaining this, James, for okay. RJ and the, and the audience so that they can have an understanding of what this is. I'm so tangentially familiar. I think so I yeah. need an I've, adult. I've gone down this hole. I've actually, in the last, like, two weeks, they've incredibly exploded. But I've been um, slowly falling deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole for the past month or month and a half. And... Basically, what VTubers are is it started, technically, they started back in, like, 2014, 2015. Uh, RJ, do you remember a YouTube channel called Kizuna Ai? I actually f remember in high school watching the channel a little bit and showing it to you guys. Uh, I do not remember this. I, I remember So, basically, that. the premise of yeah. VTubers is um, instead of having a webcam... The person has a like 3D modeled avatar that they mm -hmm. use like face rig 
and they and that's like their avatar slash persona. So VTuber stands for a virtual YouTuber, huh. and it's basically just this. Um, it started out with Kizuna Ai, and she did like two minutes, very heavily scripted YouTube content, um, and that was like all it was. In the past year and a half, it's exploded in the West. Now it's always been a thing in Japan. Um, for the since like he's not came out, it's pretty much maintained what it is and been growing. But in the in the last year or so, it's really hit the Western scene. And there's this specific um like agency that is like a uh what's the word I'm looking for? It's like a Tom. A talent agency. They're they're like a uh, uh, a content group or whatever. They're they're like the umbrella oh, for a bunch of content yeah. people. I can't think of yeah. it right now. Um, they're um, and this is called Hollow Live, H O L O Live, and it's just a, it's by far the, one of the most popular groups of VTubers, and <laughs> they just do streaming like live streaming on YouTube, specifically YouTube. Um. And they don't have webcams. They just have these little avatars, 3D kind of modeled avatars that are face tracked, face rig stuff. And they put on like personas. So they have their own names that are separate from the actual person who's voicing them, their name. And they'll have like some backstory to them typically. And they do play that up. But at the same time, it's also just kind of more freeform, which is what made it explode even more so. Because Kizuna Ai kind of died off. It's still very popular. She's still very popular, but it died off a little bit because it was so heavily scripted, which was like fun, but could only go so far. And as we know, if like live streaming is so huge, this is basically the same thing, just with a digital avatar. Um, and my God, are they hilarious? Are they freaking adorable? Um, it's just the greatest thing ever. I okay. I do have a question. Are any of these VTubers? Because I one of my first introductions to at least this medium, not the VTuber medium, but just this. I mean, obviously, for a while, I thought they were almost like a Hatsune Miku type thing, where they were similar, similar. Yeah, um, because I I think one of uh, unfortunately and and honestly, I think one of the other main introductions would have been from uh, Horn, because I know that there was a Yes. Yeah. I believe about a year ago, and this was not a VTuber, I don't think so. But there was a girl, there was some program that was basically like an anime, 3D anime girl. She looks a lot like the, these VTuber models. She was making money just on like either OnlyFans or Twitch, just streaming pornography. Uh, wouldn't have been Twitch because they would have been straight bands. Yep. Um, uh, some streaming site, like maybe um, it was only fans then, but I do know there's like, well, have you guys I, seen that meme where the girl is like, she's like the, here, I'll send it in the, send yeah, it send it in the, because I'm pretty sure what you're talking about, James, is its own category called hentai. No, it's not hentai. <laughs> I don't, I'm not familiar with this, so that's why I'm not like trying to avoid anything. Um, this, I actually really like this meme. Hold on. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, the VTubers that I've been watching, uh, yeah, they're just they're just streamers. There's um, there's some of their content is just them like chatting and stuff, but a lot of them is gaming. Um, oh yeah, she's a uh, she's a VTuber. Yes, um, I fucking knew it. But that's that's she's separate from Hollow Life. I forget her name. Okay. Um, and she definitely does the more. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is OnlyFans, but I'm not positive. Okay. I love um, I love this meme, but uh, yeah, yeah, I recognize her, and she does definitely do the more adult content. Um, yes, but that yeah, that's like a different that's a different thing uh, than the VTubers I'm watching. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the, like it sounds like the VTubers you're watching because I've seen other clips well, of them pop. Yeah, scroll up like two posts to the post I posted before that's just called "I'm Scatman." That's one of my favorite VTubers called Fubuki, and it's her singing. Scatman, and just watch the first little bit of it, and it's it's just amazing, and it's my obsession. Um, Jesus fucking Christ! Are you watching it, James? I am <laughs> watching it. I I watched the Scatman one that you posted before we yes. You should watch. Began. You should watch the one I posted. 
Um, I, I, I will, <laughs> yeah. You um, please. So it's like eleven seconds. Yeah, I'm watching it. I've been thinking this entire time. Can I finally use this to become a Bionicle? What? Elaborate. <laughs> well, <Please>. it's, <laughs> uh, it's just sorry, a, it's, it's a 3D James's rig. Meme, which is really hilarious. <laughs> it's a 3D Dexter. rig that is mapped to my face, but it, I, theoretically you can rig it to any 3D model you want. So I could become a Bionicle. I mean, I guess if you want, that's just called face rig. You can buy that program off Steam. RJ, uh, I would, <laughs> but I, I would be into this if like you were gonna do because here's the thing: is like obviously these these work for several reasons. One, it's because people on the internet love anonymity, not just for themselves, but for the people they're interacting with. Are you talking um, about VTubers? I'm talking about VTubers. Works? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, it also works because they're cute anime girls. Yeah, I was also going to say, the second reason... Everybody yeah, knows, golly, Toa of Water is the cutest anime girl, but continue. So, what, what I was going to say with your Bionicle stuff is, if you're going to do that, you'd have to do it in a way... Because um, obviously, you can't... I mean, you could try and make Bionicle sexy, but if you looked it up, like, you could do it. Yeah, it's um, James, it hang on, I'm going to stop you right there. I dare you, right now, to Google Rudaka... Sexy. Rule 34. Something you've looked up before. Google, knock it off. <laughs> oh, Rudaka. Oh, so it's two O's. Rudaka. Uh, I feel like we're getting away from VTubers, and this is making me sad. Well, hold we'll, on. We'll be back in a moment, Calvin. I just need to force I, James to understand what something. What the fuck, James? <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. You sent me Rule on. 34 of the internet, James. I Rule 34. Never ask a question you don't want an answer to. How would you design a robot size that big? Fuck is this? Oh, I couldn't even fucking. Uh, Did you post it? I'm on science team. (laughs) Damn. So, Um, what was so? What was what was the stuff about VTubers then? Oh, go. Go. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just want like. What's, uh, did you have a point of discussion you wanted to introduce? Well, just I just wanted to introduce you all to the joy <laughs> to the horrors that is VTubers, and I want you guys to watch them because they're amazing. And they just they just released, um, one of the other reasons they exploded in the West is because Hololive just debuted their uh, English generation, because t- all the rest of it was in Japanese, so you had to watch uh, like translate. There's a bunch of different translation videos, which are all really good. Um, and also, side note, it's actually really it helped me with my Japanese. Hmm. Just watching them, um, it helps you. Like, it's been helping me like practice Japanese because it's better than like anime because anime is like fake Japanese. Yeah. So of these, it's more like real people. Still a little fake because they have some of their personas, but but it's, it's more because real. it's not like scripted. It's more conversational well, it's more just, yeah it's more just conversational james you're still like we can't hear you no i'm i'm oh, best okay. right here yeah i okay. was i was patiently listening it's <laughs> you, don't, you don't hear me do very often um, but well no I we're not going to hear you if you're listening if Sorry. you're going to watch vtubers i have to recommend my favorites which would have to be corone who is like a dog it's like the best doggo she's amazing and then She's just adorable. And then there's uh, Okayu, who is a cat person. And Korone and Okayu are like like super best friends. And it's amazing. Are they so like, like, a, like dog and cat person as in like actual hybrids? Or is this just like they're wearing dog and cat ears? Well, well, in the like their lore, they're supposed to be hybrids. Like, um, I'll be honest, this entire this podcast, I've been watching a, a VTuber stream. Uh... <laughs> so. and i've been watching uh gargura who is a uh shark girl and yeah it's amazing i just i feel this really deep like disappointed dad sigh in me that is trying to get out but it's I, so amazing i think it's interesting i mean i understand why calvin likes it on multiple <laughs> levels <laughs> but I I understand. I definitely understand the appeal. I think it's like yeah. I, I I watched that Scatman video you posted, so I get it. Kabuki, it's amazing. I get it. It's I don't think it's ever gonna be my thing, but I get it. It's so good. I've been and like uh, 
the some of the uh obviously this has exploded in like the anime scene all the people yeah. that like love anime or have been kind of naturally drawn to this and the uh anime podcast i listen to that has gigak on it he has also fallen down I the vtuber rabbit hole right. and he actually just put out a video yeah. about vtubers which i would highly recommend if you're in if you just want to know what they are and why people like the big draw for many people you can watch his videos um and he really dives into like how they came about um why a lot of people are like really into them because they're really also now like um have you ever heard of the streamer pokimane yes yes she, i have she just debuted her own 3d avatar that oh, she's just boy. using now on stream i i do See? think uh i don't know it's hard because it's one of those things where it's like um it's like at this point i'd expect it like it seems like the next logical jump in like internet culture or a part of internet culture at the yeah. same time if you went back and showed like just looking at this video like i've just been watching this video of, of the stream um with the two with the two girls like it is kind of nuts. Like if you went back 10 years and showed people in 2010, like this stuff, their minds would be kind of blown. They'd be like, what the fuck? This, like, what are you talking I think, about? has a lot of value in it. Not for the same yeah. reasons, but because just... one of the things with <laughs> streaming has been you have to show your true self and has resulted in such terrible things as swatting. Oh, but those are funny. But, <laughs> yeah, no. James, um, no. <laughs> but uh, also, I, I, I get what you're saying, RJ, where you can kind of hide yourself. But I would almost say in some ways it does, in some ways it doesn't. Because it does allow you to hide yourself. But in those fans that were already like kind of obsessed with figuring out everything about your life, in some ways this heightens it. Because there are a lot of people that are now like, oh, but I want to know the real there's yeah. a mystery to solve and they're very and they're very secretive like you don't like they never show their actual faces but like the people that are playing these characters or you don't know their names and their like social media accounts are just their vtuber name yeah and so I they do. don't they don't have like they don't have their personality which is like what you're saying that allows them to hide but in that way it kind of does that more rabid fan base, it does make them more rabid to like find out more about them. I think True. that's a good, that's a pretty good point where it seems like paradoxical that you would think anonymity. I don't know, especially now where like I feel like a lot of people complain that they don't, they want more of like a presence. They want like a real presence, but they also want like less insight into, uh, people they watch i don't know how to phrase this like especially with like that era do you guys remember when vlogs were like big like big big like they still kind of are I, but that, but, but that's my point i, I get like what james is ago. i think what james is trying to say is uh vlogs blew up for a hot moment yeah like, like it went from yeah. vlogs are a thing that people do and are successful to everybody and their brother who is an internet personality had to have a blog to okay, they still kind of have blogs, but the ones who were actual, like, blog vlogs in the beginning are still doing their thing and successful. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, it, mean, I guess. It's more seen now as, like, it's just something you do, whereas, like, I feel like about six to seven years ago, it was, like, big. It was like, whoa, they're doing a vlog, we get to see behind the scenes and blah, blah, blah. Um, oh, and that way, yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, yeah, like, something like that, where it really took off and it became, like, its own micro version of like reality television just personalized for each person who did it and i don't know i feel like almost in a way the internet collectively like pulled back uh after a while and it was like we don't want to see all this shit because it's like embarrassing and like it's just too much content and now and this is almost on a like, daily vlog you're yes. gonna have some boring ones yeah and now this is like seems to be almost like a response to that where it like people that it's like a good middle ground to a degree where it's like it's still like a person because obviously you have to you have to do all that facial tracking and mapping and stuff like that but it's an avatar that appears on screen instead of like a real person it's an interesting kind of like fusion of the two mediums i i i don't know i'm interested to see where this goes um 
I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird to see too. Like, it's weird to see anime like keep going up uh, notches in the totem pole of popular culture. Like, it's weird. It you also guys, keeps like, like blending the line between reality and TV more. Like, yeah, it was I, anime is Japanese cartoons. Now it's anime is live streams you can watch of real people doing things. No, I I think it's just interesting because it's like it. I don't know. Hold on, I want to see this. This is a longer. This is a longer video, but it's just a VTuber playing GTA. And Let's go to the most suspicious place. <sighs> and she just runs around in GTA. And this was made during quarantine, so she's on the pier, and she just is yelling at everyone they need to go home because it's under quarantine. And then she goes on a rampage and steals I, a cop car, and it's just the it's just the everything. I, it's just so great. It's such a it's such a fascinating medium. I'm very interested to see how it develops. Also, I just want you guys to watch like the one or two videos because then the great and almighty YouTube algorithm is going to shove this down your yeah. face. You because, devious because, bastard. <laughs> because that's what's been happening because it's it's massive surge of popularity that it is like exploding. And as soon as you watch one or two, it's just going to corrupt your algorithm. Because I mean, this stream right now of the Hollow Live people has 22,000 people watching it. Because that big first stream. Yes. That's pretty big. Like that's yeah. a top tier stream. And um the <sighs> top of the of the of the streamers, because in how it works in YouTube stream, you have to do like those super chats, which are basically donations. Yeah. yeah. The top of the top ten streamers in the past year that were um uh, for earnings on Super Chat, seven of them were VTubers, with the number one being a VTuber who pulled in like Eight hundred thousand dollars, or some ridiculous number. This oh could God. definitely, this could definitely displace Twitch thoughts to a degree. <laughs> this could, I'm okay with this. I because <laughs> I think, I think in a way, like hasn't them that been like a bigger complaint? And I know that this is like weedy, kind of muddy territory, but hasn't that been a bigger complaint for the past like several years with the Twitch community? Is that like? Uh, any complaints, but it depends on who you ask. As Doesn't I've read, it's actually <laughs> shifted a little bit. It used to be a big complaint. Now the big complaint is people sitting and just chatting when they're not just chatting. Because, like, there's a section for politics, but people will sit oh. and just chatting because it's the biggest category, and you're more likely to get people to actually, like, come watch you if you're in that category. Mm. So, do you still have to be playing a game, then? No. Nope. You can just sit. I mean, and talk. the, the, the categories on Twitch are not. Category. Yeah, the categories on Twitch, Twitch are not regulated in any way. It's okay. all it's all just to help users find streamers, but it's all on the streamer to list what they're currently doing. So okay. it's not like automatic. It's not like you do something and you're automatically placed in a category. You say, "Hey, I'm playing this game," and then if you click on that game's category, you'll show up in that category. So. Okay. You People can just be like, I'm just chatting, but they could actually be playing GTA. You yeah. can technically get busted if you're in a cat like and you're not a category you're supposed to be in. Like if you're just chatting but you're playing GTA, technically you can get busted for it, but it's such a rare occurrence. Yeah, no and you real can just be like, Oh, but... I'm sorry, I I just I switched games and I forgot <laughs> to change the category. So yeah. it's like it's like how do you police that and all that stuff? So ideally, like, no false advertising, but I don't yeah. know. That, like, streaming is something that I just never really got into, so it's, like, completely foreign territory for me. Um, it just, it seems like so much work. Watch, watch the VTubers get into that streaming, James. Shut the fuck up, Calvin. I'm not flooding <laughs> me. me. I'm not. Okay, we're moving on. Me. Calvin, I any last know. words for VTubers? No, but we didn't even talk about the, like, the, 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 the there's so much more. There's so much more. Like there, the YouTuber Calvin? who asked her, who asked her fans to just send in her like videos of their feet, and she rated them on stream. Calvin, it's Adam. like it's Calvin. Yeah, yeah, they're all. Is, that's the other thing. Half the VTubers are degenerates, and it's it is amazing. Another VTuber just spent a stream rating her own lewds that people had drawn up, drawn of her, and yeah. 
Calvin, this is dad RJ talking. They're all they're all degenerates. Oh. And it's yeah. <laughs> it, it's I think it's time we move on, Calvin. Never. <laughs> uh, our last segment, I think, this week, just based on time, is going to be uh, how to be a better buddy, where we give some advice how My useful advice it is. is. Watch VTubers. Uh, well, yeah, I was expecting that to happen. <laughs> If you find VTuber solves your question of how to uh, give away the groom at a gay wedding, uh, then I'm happy for <laughs> I you. I feel like but... it does. Because <laughs> our first question this week is, who gives away one of the grooms at a gay wedding? With the further Whoever details, my fiancé proposed to me today. Congratulations. Although I'm rather excited, I'm a little fearful of the wedding itself. I don't really know if I could have someone give me away since I'm walking down the aisle. I couldn't find much on the matter while searching on the web. I have a feeling the whole giving someone away thing only applies to women. Would we hire a wedding? We would hire a wedding planner, but it would be too costly at the moment considering we are new grads just getting started. Thank you in advance. So, gentlemen, gay wedding. Uh, do both grooms get given away? Do neither grooms get given away? Does one choose and the other doesn't? How, how are we doing this? I mean, it's whatever the heck you want. It's your wedding. You, it's There's no wedding police yeah. that are going to come and, <laughs> like... Well, not yet. Not I think, yet. <laughs> I think the problem is there's there's too many options. We got to narrow it down for him. I uh, okay. I would probably, if it was me, I would go with my dad. Um, yeah, if you're usually, just trying to stick to tradition. Yeah, yeah I would think. Um, yeah, I would go with. I mean, I guess you could probably have both your parents up there if you really wanted. Um, but or you could go with like a. Whoever your godfather or your godparent is. Um, well, the man doesn't usually something... get given away, does he? The, the woman does. The woman, no. In a traditional marriage, the woman is, the giving away is the woman being walked down the aisle by her father. In the most traditional sense, that is what it is. Yeah, so, I mean, I, if you I wanted mean, yeah. to walk down the aisle with your father and then have your uh, spouse, your to be spouse, walk down the aisle with his father. Then everybody yeah. gets given away. Yeah, I would. I would pro- that's probably what I would do. Um, but obviously, you got to talk it over with people, and make sure they're comfortable. But that's probably what I would go with. Um, and then find something for mom to do in the ceremony too. Well, I don't. I don't think mothers do much in the ceremonies to begin with. Well, uh, they should, RJ. I mean, it depends. Again, it depends on whatever the heck you want. They're the whole reason <laughs> that ceremony's happening. I got, it, I got it, I got it, I got it, guys, I got it, I got it. Trial by combat. That works. Oh, yeah. The, uh, That's always the answer. The parental units that win the trial by combat get to just sit while the other parents walk their child down the aisle. Oh, I was going to say it's like a negotiation for, like, uh, bringing the dowry up or down. But, yeah, like, we can do that. <laughs> like, whoever wins gets to set the dowry price. There you go. But yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not trial by combat for? Really, there should just be some kind of blood sport at weddings. Just yep. liven them up a little bit. A blood sport at a wedding, good, good. That'll yeah. that'll come right yeah. out of that white dress. Mm, yeah, just, exactly. that won't of stain course. at all. Yeah, you, dude, your dress is going to be filled with history. Come on. <laughs> oh my god, sorry, my eyes are like burning for some reason. It's just uh, the anticipation of blood sport, or maybe it's God. I gotta, I gotta kill James. I gotta kill. Oh my God! Our next question, as I try to get my bloodlust under control. Yes. Uh, it's hard. Is sixty-one degrees cold? Mm, uh, barrier. Wait, what's the what? What number again? Sixty-one. I mean. No, if it's Fahrenheit. No, if definitely not if it's Celsius, and uh, absolutely yes if it's in Kelvin. Yeah, there's your answer. I would, I yeah, I would say uh, I don't know. You spend a day in an apartment that's sixty-one degrees. You're probably gonna throw on a, at least like a long sleeve or a sweatshirt. So I'd say it's a little cold. Uh, if it's summer, answer. yes. If it's winter, no. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah get wrecked, James. No, I don't know. I've been in I've been in an apartment that was like sixty ish degrees in summer, and I was freezing. I threw on a sweatshirt. I feel yeah, like in AC summer it's sum- cold. AC cold is always felt somehow more cold than normal cold. That it's just sense. like trapped in their window. Like, I don't flowing. know what it is. Like a six, like a sixty eight degrees of AC in a in an apartment has always felt way colder to me than if yeah. it's just sixty eight degrees 
outside. I, I assume that has something to do with like the humidity. I like, was going to say it was probably temperature control yeah. that in order to keep the general temperature at 68 degrees, it has to put out colder air near the vents. Yeah, but even mm. just in general, the 68, like an apartment that's set at 68 has always felt colder to me than like if it was 68 degrees outside. Yeah, it just feels sharper. Yeah, I don't know. That could be just like all in my head, but... No, I think you're like, right. My assumption would be it has something to do with humidity levels and like, because AC tends to dry it out, so mm. it's probably less humid than uh, if it's outside in 68 degrees and that, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, 61 degrees uh, can be cold or it cannot be. You, If you're seriously wondering about that question, just go with your gut. Context. Uh, next question. Can someone who is cynical all the time be a turnoff? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <absolutely>. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Someone who is anything all the time can be a turnoff. Yeah. Because yes. then they have literally one side. It's... It, <laughs> I think it's it's good to be cynical, uh, like six times out of ten. But you got to have a little bit of sincerity and like just optimism. A little bit of naivete goes a long way. So just keep that little spark of like and being frankly, a kid. If if you're cynical all the time, you're just being a party pooper. Yeah, and it it leans into the territory where it's like it seems like you're just being cynical most of the time, just to be cynical and not for any genuine like reason. Did you know actually that cynical derives from the Greek word for dog? It means dog like. Wow. Yeah, it was uh, the or, you know. yeah Diogenes, the Greek philosopher. That's the origin of that. He because he uh, he lived in a jar. <laughs> He lived, in, he lived in a giant like urn that was basically the Greek version of like a dumpster in the I middle of the I thought it was a barrel, Athens. but okay. Or it's like a barrel or whatever, but it was like a big pot in the middle of uh, the Athens city square. He would like pee on people. He'd masturbate in public. Like he was very much like, well then. I'm, yeah, he was like, I'm going to do what I want when I want. There's a, there's a story that Alexander the Great heard about him and came to visit because uh, he wanted to to be taught um, by Diogenes. He was this great teacher. And uh, Diogenes is sitting in his pot. It's like midday. He's kind of just like sitting in the sun. <laughs> and Alexander comes up to him. And he's got this you know, train of people, like his, his guards. And he's got, you know, the people of Athens who are like, oh, my God, that's fucking Alexander the Great. What the hell? Um, and he walks up to Diogenes. And he's like... Uh, Diogenes, is there anything I, Alexander the Great, can do for you? I would, I would love uh, for you to teach me. Is there anything I can do for you? Um, and Diogenes just looked at me. He's like, "You can get out of my sunlight." They <laughs> like extend to the conversation. That's a big paraphrase, and a lot of people are like, "I don't even know if they really happened," but but it's a good story. story. It's a good story. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, don't be cynical all the time. It's not yeah. fun. For anybody. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and our last question this week. Was my friend rude? Further yes. details. I told her that she needs to pick up some item, pick up my some items from mail for me next Saturday. And she told me, well, it's not like I don't have anything to do on that day like studying. Was she rude? Yes. Yeah, despite that that poor grammar in the question. I don't even know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> From what I could decipher. So it's basically uh she wanted her she wanted to know if her friend could pick up um just some items uh that she was getting in the mail and her friend was basically like, Well, it's not like I have anything else to do that day, like studying. Like that's on oh, so no. it was like Okay. Here's my counter to that. Yeah. In that I think the question asker was the rude one. Yeah, because their phrasing is yeah. I told her that she needs to pick yeah. up my items if that's how you phrase it that's going to be <laughs> you're going to cause friction for sure um, gentlemen thank you for joining us this week it's a pleasure to have both of you on yes uh, thank you to the band Problem of, Problem of Interest for allowing us to use their song Living in the Moment off the album oh. Cross Off Yesterday you can find them on iTunes or Spotify you can find us yeah, on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, speaking of iTunes, I need to shout out our 
friends over at Super Bracket Bros, they currently have a little contest going on where if they can get up to 20 or 25 iTunes reviews, they were like five away last I heard, uh, they're going to put out an extra bonus episode. So go show them some love if you haven't already. Make sure you show us love on social media. We got our Facebook, Better Buddies. Our Twitter, at Better Budcast. Use the hashtag Better Buddies when tweeting about the show. And our Gmail account, if you want to send us fan mail, hate mail, fan art. Um, if you need to confess your love to somebody. Uh, if you need to just say hi. Uh, if you have a problem you need us to answer for you, or a question. You send it to betterbuddiescast at gmail.com. And last, second to last thing, share the show with a friend, word of mouth, all that good jazz. Uh, tell somebody else to listen to us. Tell two people, and then they two tell two people, and it's a pyramid scheme. <laughs> and yeah. last but not least, be Washington. a better buddy. Watch PC Roofs. Bye. All right. Oh, hot damn.